to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Well, hey, friends, and welcome to the last episode of 2020 of This Grit and Grace Life. I'm your co-host, Julie Bender. And I'm Darlene Brock, and I think I'm celebrating the last, not the last episode, but maybe the end of 2020. Good riddance, right? Absolutely. I feel like we, this, I mean, we always talk at the beginning of a new year and the end of a new year about what we want to see and how we've come out of the year. And when we sat down to talk about doing that on this episode, we started to say, we can't, I'm just tired about (laughs) 2020 in general. However, we said we want to also take some time to unpack you know, what we're coming away with and, and not because of pandemic 2020, because like, seriously, we're over the Rona, right? No, totally over it. But, Does it matter if it's, it's over or not? We're over Yeah, it's it. not over. I don't, I don't think it's going to be over for a while. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but we do want to say, what is it that we're taking out of this year? Because to be grit and grace woman, we always have to be willing to look back before we look forward. And we are closing out another year. So what's something that you have learned this year, my friend? Uh, I think it's been a good what matters year Mm. where I'm realizing the things that are really important to me and the things that aren't. Um, I know it's been a hard year. I've said that it's like a fun house that's not fun where, you know, (laughs) you're going up the stairs when you feel like you're going down the stairs, but it is no fun. But nevertheless, it kind of brought me back to what matters. Mm. Um, What would you say are the things that matter to you? My faith, my family, individuals, time spent with them. Yeah, that's what matters. What about you? I was waiting for a third word that started with F because I'm just so predictable, <laughs> but that's cool. Let's I see, mean, I was going to put food family. in there. How about fun? <laughs> what fun, do you think? there you go. Actual fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I think something that I, I think I've been learning it over the last few years, but um, a summary of 2020 for me is that everybody's a little bit crazy, <laughs> Wait, um, Julie, you're just realizing? I mean, uh-huh. I just, everybody is their own brand of crazy. Uh-huh, true. And I feel like as an as a nation and maybe as a world, if we could all just learn to be a little bit okay with the fact that everyone's got their own crazy and yet everyone still matters, I feel like we would be doing better as a human race. Oh, I love that, Julie. And it's so true. I mean, years ago, I, of course, I worked with musicians. They have to be crazy to do what they do. Um, but it, it is true that people are all unique and messy and sometimes challenging, and you got to love them in the middle of it. For sure. Well, as we have said, we want to close out 2020, and we just kept thinking of this key word for this episode, and you know, a lot of times you think about what was my word for the year, or what's my new word for the next season, um, but before we move on with our lives, let's, let's really think about maybe it's time for a reset. That was your idea for this episode, so what are we hoping our listeners will take away from this specific episode as we close out the year? I think, Julie, the reason I brought it up is it's personal for me, too. Ending this year, it's like, what am I supposed to be doing going forward? So you know what? I need to step back and reset what that is and what that looks like. You know, And as always, I look things up. Mm-hmm. So I got a definition for reset. 
It is an act or instance of setting, adjusting, or fixing something in a new and different way. So what better time than ending 2020 and starting with a new year is it to do that, to do a reset? Exactly. So we are all going to Control-Alt-Delete this year, (laughs) our lives, and not look at it as something we have to do, but instead look at it as something that we get to do and that we choose to do coming out of a year that has changed us all in some way or another. Okay, let's start here. You may feel like you're stuck in life, that you're at a place where you don't really like it. It's not horrible, but maybe it's not comfortable. You're stuck and you kind of want to find something different. Maybe you feel like you're spinning your wheels or you're at not just a fork in the road, but more of a dead end, that you've tried all the things and you don't really know what to do next. Let's say you set, you adjust, and you just fix the place you find yourself. You know, maybe it's as simple as you're missing out on things you love, okay? Which probably is true of everybody this year because we haven't been able to be together like Mm -hmm. we normally are. So maybe we're missing friendships or hobbies or that we like reading or entertainment that we want to enjoy, and we want to kind of revisit that. I know we've talked um, about one of the positives of being quarantined was life got simpler, right? We didn't have access to some of the things that really just made us busy. They didn't actually bring us any purpose or fulfillment. And so maybe this is a good time to kind of go back to what was it like in April when you literally couldn't do anything but sit on the couch with your family Um, and, and really just think through what did I love in those times when everything was kind of limited and what did I miss? This would be a good time to really reevaluate that because the truth is, even though things are not back to normal, in some ways we're back to our busy routines, doing all the things without thinking half of the time. Well, and I think you're right, Julie, finding the things that we treasure. I mean, for me, as you know, my eldest daughter and her five-year-old boy have been with us during this time, you know, and it's been great. And I've dealt with a five-year-old boy that I hadn't actually ever dealt with (laughs) because I had two girls. Um, But there's so much in that that I have loved being with him and hearing his thoughts and his feelings and his emotions. And I don't want to lose that going forward. I don't want to lose the things that I have discovered that are marvelous in this season. I mean, part of resetting or rebooting is to really take an inventory of, you know, what are the things that fill my time, that fill my brain, and what are my priorities? And do those lists actually line up? Now, here's the deal. That is some convicting work, right? To sit down and actually say, this is what I say I value, and yet this is where I give my time, my energy, and my money do they actually go together? And I would just encourage you, as I'm literally saying to myself, that's a hard exercise. And sometimes you end up um, realizing that they don't line up and maybe you're not actually doing the things you say you want to do, but it's a refreshing and a resetting, adjusting type of exercise to say, this is what I want to be about. Now, does this match the way that I go about my days? Oh, and I think that's really important. And it's also... Do we want to stay exactly where we are? Do we want to miss out on the things that are important to us? Of course not. We don't We don't want to stay stuck somewhere. So you have to reassess. How about, Julie, what would you say you have reassessed and thought, you know what, I want to carry this forward. You got something? 
I mean, for sure. Yeah. I, I got married this year. If you missed that memo, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about this as we were preparing for the show. I'm like, I got engaged and married during the pandemic. Much too much judgment, actually. People were like, are you seriously having a wedding during the pandemic? Yeah, and it I was like, a great wedding. Though, and I was Julie. like, blink, blink, yes. It was lovely and Thanks. it was much needed. And I think everyone that was there was delighted by and it. Only- Guys, if you have followed my story for any length of time, you just can't wait for the next day. And so, you know, being able to look at my people, so that's my husband and my son um, and my very best friends and say... I want to I want to do all the things and and enjoy all the moments and not be so distracted by the other things that aren't permanent and really just invest in that and, and not feel guilty about investing that um, and recognize that it's a privilege to be able to, like you said, you know, enjoying time with Brock at five years old. Lincoln is super fun at six years old. Um, in some ways, he's gotten a little bit easier. And maybe that's because I have a partner again. You know, um, having somebody who, who loves him like I do and wants to invest in him, that's the stuff that matters. And I got to make space for that. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing, Julie, is you did your reset this year in a big way. Okay. <laughs> um, but the one thing we need to remember is our reset may not be someone else's reset. In fact, sure. it won't. Yeah. Whatever we feel needs to be changed and prioritized in our life won't be the same prior priorities that someone else has. And you know what? That's not just okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. Because we are individuals who make our own road in life. And if we make our road that's uniquely ours, it will do wonderful things with the people around us making their own as well. Okay, so we've talked more surface. We all want to look at our schedules and kind of figure out where we need to shift some things. Let's talk maybe a little bit grander scale. What about to the woman who, there's no question, she knows she's in a place where she desperately needs a reset. What are some of those scenarios that we know, you know, she might be facing that this is, this is your time, sis. It is time to reboot your life. You may find yourself in a dead-end relationship or a dead-end job. You know, the word dead-end means it needs to have an end, Mm -hmm. that it's not going anywhere. And... Girls, this is one of the most difficult places to be, especially in a relationship that you've invested so much in. Um, But is it one that's going to move forward? Is it one that's going anywhere? If it's not, it is so time for a reset. Maybe you're facing some personal struggles that you just can't seem to break free of. It's a cycle that you find yourself in over and over and over again. You may you may find some, you know, some help or some healing for a few months at a time, but then you're right back where you started. These are some bigger holes we might be finding ourselves in that we truly need to figure out how to reset. Julie, there was a phrase that was told to me oh, about a month ago, and it was, I feel like I'm living in a velvet prison. And it just resounded in my head because it's soft, it's comfortable, it is a place where it feels good sometimes, but you're stuck, you're locked, you're not going anywhere. And it's not a good place to be. Who wants to live the rest of their life in a velvet prison? And sometimes, let's just go to the relationship side, sometimes it feels that way, like it's comfortable. And it's what you know, and you get some good things out of it. But in reality, you really are imprisoned 
Again, instead of where you need to go, what you need to be, who you need to become, you're stuck in a place while comfortable is still, you're not going anywhere. Okay. You know, this uh, concept of a dead end relationship is super important to me. Um, I actually had an opportunity a few weeks ago to go speak to some women at the local college um, in our area where I actually went to school. Um, And that was kind of the whole crux of my message. Um, And not, you know, get out of your dead end relationship, but recognize how valuable you are and um, give give yourself some space to discover who you are, um, you know, to pursue God and know who he is um, and let him be the one that gives you the picture of how beautiful and valuable you are before you ever consider letting a man dictate your worth or value. And, and that's where I got a little off and, and I paid a high price for that. And so there's somebody who's listening going, mm, is she talking about my relationship? And I don't know. I don't know if I am. But here's the deal. I know that there were times that I ignored my gut, that I overlooked red flags. Um, I hoped that nobody else noticed (laughs) the ginormous red flags. And if any of that is kind of raising the hair on the back of your neck, this is your time. It's okay to say no more. It's okay to say this has to change or I'm out. It's a scary, crazy, hard thing to do. Um, but you're worth it and it matters. I want to give you a few things to think about in context of that is there might, there probably are other people who you trust telling you their red flags. Don't ignore them. Mm -hmm. Don't brush off what they're saying because they care about you and they're bringing something to your attention that you need to listen to. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong but at least give it time to ponder. If the guy you're with repeatedly says, oh, we will get married one day, or we will do this one day, but I'm not quite ready, or we have to do this, and it keeps being the, I'm not ready, then he's probably never going to be ready. Do you really want to stay in limbo forever? You're worth more than that. As Julie said, you're worth so much more than that. So don't take this half-committed relationship. Don't accept it because you deserve more than that. And if you find yourself stuck there, it is absolutely time for a reset. Okay, so what if you're in a, in a different scenario? Maybe it's not a dead-end relationship. Maybe it's the job that you're in. Maybe you always wanted to go in one direction and then you fell into a job that is not something you're passionate about. But like you said, velvet prison, it's comfortable. You can do it well. You don't have to worry about things, but you know that it's not really, you know, fueling you. It's not really um, using all of your talents and your gifts. What would you say to her? Especially this is definitely your area. Well, Getting out of a job, it's not, I'm not saying getting out of a relationship is a quick fix because it's not, Mm -hmm. but getting out of a job is more long-term thinking too, because you have to go, all right, I'm paying my bills. Let's start there. Um, I can't just quit paying my bills, but I am a big believer in risk. I'm a big believer in stepping out for opportunities. So what do you want that opportunity to be? 
I think you need to re-look at what am I doing that I don't really like? What have I always dreamed of doing? What are my natural talents? Now, it may require you staying in that job for a period of time while you're getting an education or while you're getting training or while you're being mentored or while while you are looking for that opportunity, even rewriting your resume to make it appropriate for what you want in the future. But go ahead and think, what is it I want and believe that it's achievable because I'm telling you, it is. It is absolutely achievable. And you don't want to work at a job in a career for two years, five years, 10 years, and it be something that you go, I still don't love it. I still don't even like it. I don't like Monday mornings. I don't want to go to work. So where do you want to be in two years or five years or 10 years? Think about it. Write it down. The other area that we kind of talked about is maybe you're battling the same struggle. Um, You know, maybe it's anxiety and depression. Maybe it's insecurity. Maybe it's codependency. These are common struggles that a lot of us have. And sometimes it's situational. It's tied to a hard season. But for some of us, it is a longer, deeper, significant issue. Um, Now's the time to really deal with it. You don't want to live with this thing anymore. It's already stolen so much from you. It's already prevented you from being the person you want to be and loving the other people in your life the way that you want to love. And I know from um, my experience of my first husband struggling with anxiety and depression so bad, I would beg him to get help, but I couldn't help him for him. And sometimes I think about, if if, if only he valued himself sooner to get the help. So somebody needs to know that you actually matter enough to get the help for whatever that thing is. And it might not be anxiety or depression. There's a whole slew of, you know, issues. It could be, you know, body insecurity. I mean, I've struggled with that. So we've all got our things, but at some point we have to stop and say, I'm not going to keep living in this space anymore. I'm going to get the help I need, whether that's going to therapy, whether it's I don't know, starting to ask some questions on the Ask Dr. Zoe column. Maybe it's seeing um, a counselor or getting a mentor or going to a recovery group at your church. There are plenty of different steps that you could take, but now's the time to actually take a step. I think we need to um, let you know that we know it's hard. It's not an easy road to reset, especially something that is significant in your life. And it takes time. Don't think the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, all of a sudden this reset's going to work. Everything's going to be fixed. It's not. (laughs) Um, It takes time. It takes work. It takes prayer. It takes thought. Just decide you're going to do it. And when you do, then you start taking the steps to get there. Um, I love how, you know, it is going to take time and to just kind of put that disclaimer out there, but there are steps to take. Um, I think it's important. This is not something I'm good at. So let me just start there. This is literally one of my least strong traits is planning for the future. Um, I had to come to terms with the fact that it's actually how I'm wired. So it's not necessarily something bad about me. However... I am a 36-year-old woman with a husband and a child, and it's probably smart to make some plans for the future from time to time. So sit down, get with, you know, your planner for 2021. Um, And instead of just looking at whether or not you want to put your daughter in three more dance classes this year, 
really think about where you want to be in six months. For me, that's a long time. But then also go as far as two years from now, five years from now. Do, if you were looking at yourself in five years, where would you want to be? And then start kind of thinking, what are the steps that are going to get me there? And Julie, I want to throw this in. It is not bad that each of us have our own way of doing things and dealing with things because that's how we're created. So if we're not a big long-term thinker, that's okay. We do think in six months. We do think in a year. We do think maybe a couple of years from now. That's perfectly all right. It's just doing it your way. That's where you start. So I would say first, identify where you want to go. What is it you want where, where do you want to be a year from now? Is it, I would like to be in a new job? I would like to have uh, left this relationship? Or is it simple, I want to reset my priorities so I have set my friendships more important or I have set my family more important than I have? Identify where you want to go. Yeah, maybe you want to go back to school or you want to get some training that you've always kind of put off, or maybe it's as simple as we have to set a week aside as a family this year to completely unplug and vacation together, whether it's a staycation or an actual trip. Um, the, the plans or the, the dreams that you need to really put into practice could be on a small scale or a grand scale. And that's part of, you know, our whole message all the time is it's going to look different for every person, but this is, this is about you. It's time to really figure out what's the thing that you need to do. I think one of the hardest ones for me that you have to do as you're moving forward is not just give yourself time, but in that time, don't feel like you have to do. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm a doer by nature. I'm a, a person who thinks I should accomplish something every waking minute. No matter what is going on, I have to accomplish something. And giving myself a season to ponder, think, pray, look at what I want. And then I get thrown this opportunity in the middle of it. Well, I should probably be doing that, shouldn't I? Because it's here, it's in my face. Mm -hmm. And giving myself enough grace to say, no, what I need to be doing right now is really pondering and praying about what I'm supposed to do next. I don't need to be doing, I need to be sitting back and letting myself breathe so I can find the right road. I wanted to add something else to that statement because it was so strong, but I literally had nothing except yes, I completely concur. I think that's a really good, um, as much as this episode has been very like, it's time we need things, you know, things need to change. There's also that grace side of it, right? Like I feel like the first chunk of the episode was kind of grit. We can do this. It's time to make a change and a shift. And then we're ending with the grace of but it's okay that it's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight, but this is the time to take that first baby step and be serious about it. Um, knowing that you're going to stumble and fall just like a baby does, but eventually you're going to walk and you're going to get to the next place that you really desire to be. Then I think it's important to look for the exit ramp. Whatever you're wanting to exit, you need to see how to strategically do it. And again, that may not look like what you think it looks like. It may not be the obvious, well, I'm going to hit the road or I'm going to break up with this guy or I'm going to whatever. It may be something that is slower. It may be something that changes your life in a way you didn't expect. But look for the exit ramp. Don't get off prematurely get off on the right one. 
I think I also want to just put the caution out there for each and every one of us um, that these steps that we want to take are super important and they are doable. And yet for some of us, we're going to need some baby steps even before we start the baby steps. That might look like um, getting some help, whether that's therapy or training or mentoring or healing through recovery. Um, But it also might take some actual forgiveness of yourself or others. This makes me think of our episode um, 149 with Sarah May. Some of us are dealing with some super hard, deep traumas, and we don't even know it. (laughs) And some of us are dealing with some super hard, deep traumas, and we do know it. And we're just at different places on that journey. So I just want to say to the woman who's like, I feel this pressure now. Now I feel guilty or I feel shame that I should be doing this thing that Darlene and Julie are encouraging me in, but I'm just, I'm not in a healthy or strong enough place. And and know that getting the help or forgiving yourself for the fact that you haven't made steps sooner, that's literally your first step. And that is taking an action. And I'm going to put in the show notes some links to some different articles that will help you kind of move forward in some of the things we've talked about today. Um, But I don't want anyone to feel discouraged because they're seeing this huge mountain that they now have been told it's time to climb and they need to steady their ankles first, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And I think what you just said, Julie, means don't do it alone. You don't have to do this reset, this reboot by yourself, even if it's just saying it out loud to someone you trust. So you have a beginning place. Don't go this alone because we need each other and we need the encouragement and we need the sounding board and we need the educated person who can help us sort it out. Just don't go alone. I think as we bring this episode to a close, we do want to say, you made it. (laughs) You finished the year of all years, 2020. There were definitely times where we weren't quite sure we were going to make it. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and we said 2020 was both the longest and the shortest year at the same time. Do you feel that way? Isn't that funny? I just, you know, I went, oh, it's December. How did it get to be December? Exactly. I've And then I look back and go, oh, April was horrible. April was like seven months. April was seven (laughs) months long. And now it's December. That's what it feels like for sure. So no matter what you're dealing with, this really is the perfect season to take a little me time. This week between Christmas and New Year's, like it's literally the next global shutdown. Nobody does work during this time. It's okay. I'm escaping to Disney World. This is the time to just really reset and refocus So we're encouraging you to take that time to figure out where you want to go next to set your course for 2021. So here's a quote that we believe not only works well in this year, but it works well in life. For last year's words belong to last year's language, and next year's words await another voice. And to make an end is to make a beginning. That's T.S. Eliot. So we'll see you next year on This Grit and Grace Life. Speaking of next year, a lot of us make plans at the beginning of every new year to handle our money differently. So with that in mind, we're bringing you special guest, Rachel Cruz, and she's going to be giving us a new insight and perspective on how we can handle our money better. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. 
Whether you're listening in Apple, Spotify, or streaming somewhere else, be sure to subscribe and review so you never miss an upcoming episode. You can also share this episode with a friend you think might enjoy living a grit and grace life with us, or share us in your social media and tag us. Every week, we share all the details of what we discussed at our website, gritandgracelife.com. We'll catch you on the next one.